Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> crazy world we're living in. So uh, let's take some time off and uh, not talk about all this stuff that uh, you should not even be listening to. And let's be grateful because uh, grateful people are happier. They are less depressed. They are less stressed. And they're more satisfied with their lives. And uh, That's what we need to do. <clears throat> we need to uh, listen to shows like this one. I hope that you, you're listening to this one. And uh, Get some information you're not getting from your own physicians, from your uh, from mainstream media, from the papers. <clears throat> Last week, I started to talk about the electromagnetic fields, which uh, I feel are the cigarettes of yesterday. You know? They're like the Marlboro Man 55 years ago or so. And uh, it's... It, they are creating a risk. All this cell phone and computer use, all this uh, Wi-Fi. So um, this is, you know, what we talked about. Now we have the Nokia man. We don't have the Marlboro man now. Now we have the Nokia man. And I hope we don't end up like the Marlboro man, dead. Or worse yet, with dementia, Alzheimer's disease, autoimmune diseases. All the things that are... Uh, we talked about last week that the EMF is associated with. 
And the things that you can't even see, like how it damages your mitochondria. So let's touch on the subject that we talked about last week. We talked about light. Uh, we talked about uh, the EMFs. The blue light uh, situation I mean, might be a little bit easier to talk about. to start the program and have a little trouble here. So let me just get my notes out. So we talked about that, the compact fluorescent bulbs, all the LED lights, how much blue light they, they subject our bodies to. And the sun also has a lot of blue light, but it's only during the daytime. So as a modern <clears throat> inhabitor of this planet, we, are, we expose ourselves to blue lights at night from our computer screens, from our TV screens, from our cell phones. And I bet you if you talk to your friends, I bet you the majority of them don't have a good night's sleep. And no one is making the association between the blue light and sleep. But this blue light, we talked about it, it decreases your melatonin levels, which should be high at night and help you to fall, fall asleep. And we talked about how maybe you, you know, go back to the old filament light bulbs. But you know, some of that's going to be hard to do. But we're all probably getting a, an eyeful of these blue light wavelengths. Uh, and it's, it's really not doing us any good. So you definitely want to look for a setting on your phone or on your computer screen or your tablet, whatever, that has a night shift mode or a blue light blocking mode. There's an app called Iris or something similar to that uh, that you want to put on that phone to get rid of that uh, blue light. And also I would suggest to all you junkies out there that just cannot turn that phone off, that cannot get rid of that computer screen get a pair of blue blocking glasses okay and they do work and they will help you to uh, sleep better I've had lots of testimonials from uh, listeners tell, telling me that they switched to uh, wearing these glasses at night and they are definitely sleeping better and of course you know you can always supplement with uh, melatonin and that, that reminds me, I have an article here that I saw this morning. I'll just pull it out. Melatonin has been shown to play a vital role now in viral infections. This is from the Cleveland Clinic. They found patients who used supplemental melatonin had a 28% lower risk of testing positive for the Chinese virus, the COVID-19. Black people who use melatonin were 52% less likely to test positive for this China virus. So that the article went on to say that melatonin attenuates several pathological features, including excessive inflammation and oxidation. And what have we talked about, ladies and gentlemen, for the past two years? That inflammation is the basis of most chronic diseases. It also attenuates exaggerated immune responses, like you're here with people with the COVID China virus, that cytokine storm. It attenuates lung injuries and respiratory distress. So they used a, 
a lot of uh, melatonin, ladies and gentlemen. 36 to 72 milligrams of it intravenously. Okay, in addition to the standard care, all patients survive. So in Texas now, I understand that the urgent care clinics are using high-dose melatonin in combination with vitamin C and D. Because they all work together and keep your mitochondria working hard. So um, we've talked about melatonin. We'll talk about that, I was thinking, uh, next week again when we talk about, I was thinking about doing a show on grounding and earthing. We want to stay healthy, and if you're fortunate enough to be in a warm climate, you definitely want to get to that beach, and we'll tell you why that's so important. So we talked about all the bad effects of blue light last week, and, and they do affect you, and I, gotta, it, I will have to admit that not everybody agrees uh, that blue light blocking glasses work. Some people just say, well, just... You know, decrease your time in front of the screen. Well, that's not easy to do for everybody. But there's lots of testimonials from ophthalmologists that people are coming in with more retinal disease and all that they're blaming on the blue light. And there's a growing number of people now wearing this eyewear. So I will admit that it depends on who you ask if these blue light glasses really work because they're so new and they're not regulated. Okay, but if you, on a practical level, my opinion is they do work and they will decrease the strain on your eye, that digital eye strain it's called, because we're in front of these digital devices for so long a period of time. And it's everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Blue light is everywhere anymore. It's part of our digital life. And the wavelengths are definitely uh, hurting us. I mean, even the uh, contact lens manufacturer, AccuView, they, they did a study and found that office workers now spend six and a half hours a day in front of their computer screen. a long time and professors at the uh, Emory University agree that uh, overuse of digital devices is causing a lot of eye problems so uh, I, I would I would advise a, a blue light blocking glass okay I think that's important especially if you're having trouble sleeping at night, especially if you're experiencing eye strain. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, if it helps, so what? So what do the so-called specialists and, and have to say about it? It's, it's not a big expense. And as a physician and a healer, you always weigh the benefits against the risks. And there's a lot of benefits and very little risk. And a lot of uh, companies now are just are building it into their glasses if you need a prescription set of glasses. Again, benefits outweigh the risks. 
And uh, there's scientific papers that I've just I've looked at in preparation for this show. A lot of, there, there is now more saying that we should be caring about this blue light. And they go into detail in uh, how it can affect the retina. Okay. Of course, uh, some of these studies are done in rhesus monkeys. But I'd rather the, these studies be done in, sorry to say, Peter, people, in monkeys rather than human beings. Okay, but it, it does make a difference. And... Uh, so they're, they're finding retinal damage. They're finding lens damage. Yellowing of lenses by age 20. That's the beginning of cataracts. Your lenses is what they take out when they do cataract surgery. So the studies that are printed in scientific journals suggest that the human cornea and the human lens cannot provide sufficient protection from blue light in the environment that we live in. Remember, we talked about our, our ancestors didn't have to deal with this, but we do have to deal with it. So plain polycarbonate lenses don't do the job, ladies and gentlemen. They have to have that orange tint to them. So one article said the blue light factor should be of maximum importance to persons working with young children and with individuals who may have autism, albinism. There are diseases where they don't have a lot of pigment. Where the light reaches the retina is, is completely unfiltered. So... That's my two cents about uh, blue light. And basically it comes down to avoidance and uh, using some protection. Make any sense to you? And uh, I see I have, going back here, I, I love, do love fruit and thank you peaches for, for tuning in. One other thing that popped up is that blue light from your phone Computer household lights can cause premature aging and shortening of your lifespan. What? Does that get your attention? This is from Oregon State University. It's not from uh, Iran, where a lot of uh, false research is coming from. Blue light can shorten your lifespan and cause you to age prematurely. So. There's another reason why we should take it more seriously. So human lifespan has, you know, increased until just recently. Uh, with uh, China's virus, of course, it went down. So if we want to help people start living healthier and happier, we have to consider what this blue light and this the second part of this the, what I want to talk about, the electromagnetic fields, how it's affecting us on a day-to-day -day basis. So I know it's hard to do, but we do have to limit our smartphone usage, not only for the blue light, but as we talk about, for the electromagnetic field that it, that it uh, emits. Hopefully, uh, 
the display on these phones will, will be taken care of by technology. Okay, but again, the, the researchers from Oregon State University do recommend eyeglasses with amber lenses to filter out the blue light and protect your retina. Okay, so it's not just me, it's not just a few people. I mean, it's people all over the world and, and researchers now starting to come out and say, let's, let's, let's do something about it. Okay, so the other thing is we talked about last week is what? Electromagnetic fields and how they damage you. One thing that, that I've talked about since the beginning of the China virus is uh, our gut, because that's where most of our immunity is located. And if we don't have a superior interior, uh, we, won't, we will have a very weak immune system and we'll be susceptible to whatever comes down the, down the pike. Of course, as the <clears throat> weather changes for the people in the north uh, and there are less sun exposure, you know, they have less vitamin D levels, and of course they will come down with what they commonly call the flu. But the electromagnetic fields that we're all exp exposed to, it destroys and damages at a cellular level the bacteria in our gut. It can cause their DNA to be all messed up and how they communicate with one another. It can destroy them, in fact. You know, you hear your friends, oh, I went to my doctor and he doesn't know what I have. He did a lot of tests, they all came back negative. So what, what does the doctor say? Oh, it's in your head. You, you're, you're, you have anxiety, you're overworked, whatever. But you, you know, you as a, the patient, you're knocked out and you know better. Well, this, we are exposed to not only the blue light, these electromagnetic fields on a daily basis. And believe me, they are highly inflammatory. Highly inflammatory. Okay, and they re reduce our resilience against diseases. So there's a lot of weird diseases out there. And, uh, we talked about them, I think, last week. I gave you all the symptoms and that could be related to electromagnetic fields and radio frequencies. But really important is we have to keep our gut conditioned. And if you have some weird disease, your doctor says you have an autoimmune disease, uh, you, might, you want to think about reconditioning your gut. And there's a lot more people that are hypersensitive to electric and magnetic fields. And it's invisible. You know, we don't, we don't think about it. It's, it's around us all the time. Do not depend on the government to help you. But there is an antidote that I have found. And again, I, this is my personal recommendation. This is not an, an advertisement for this company. I don't even know this company. But our, because our gut bugs are destroyed with EMFs and our gut bugs de communicate with each other with their own electromagnetic waves, you believe that? That's how our DNA, by the way, communicates. 
through frequencies. Okay, now the gut has their own frequencies. EMF scrambles them. And regular probiotics cannot overcome that electromagnetic assault, as we'll call it. And they get killed off. And a lot of these uh, probiotics that you buy, the regular ones over the counter, uh, they're destroyed in your stomach. They never even get to your gut. So I have been recommending you find a product called Spores, S-P-O-R-E-S. Because microbial spores are really tough. And they have a protective shell that helps them that survive to survive in the stomach acids. And they help them to survive antibiotics. So spore-based probiotics or spore biotics, they stay dormant even in some of the harshest environments. But when they get to your large intestine, boom, a light goes on and they wake up. And they start reestablishing your gut microbiome. And they start enhancing the other good bugs in your gut. They start repairing damage in your gut's mucosal barrier. That's that one cell lining that's, uh, that, are, that is present in our gut. And if it's destroyed, you have what's called leaky gut syndrome. Maybe you've heard of it. Where toxins get into your body that would normally not get in, but they would just stay in your gut. They start, when these, these probiotics get into your gut, they start improving your, the nu nutrients that you can absorb. They start balancing the inflammation cycle by decreasing its overactivity. And they increase your innate immunity and your immunity tolerance. So you're better off and you can better tolerate what, what the environment throws at you. And more than likely, you'll be less likely to get sick as a result of the, the, our toxic environmental onslaught that we are stuck with in our modern living. And you'll be surprised. Uh, I get feedback from my listeners that when they start taking a spore biotic, and some of the, these mystery symptoms that their doctors don't know what's wrong with them, oh, it's on your head. You're having heart palpitations or mood imbalances, whatever. They go. Okay. So there are five friendly microbes you, that should be included. Bacillus indicus, Bacillus subtilis, Bacillus coagulans, Bacillus lichenformis, and Bacillus clausii. They're pretty important for our guts, ladies and gentlemen. And these are not prescriptions. I mean, there are, there are companies that make these. So you, have, you know, have to do a little research. Talk to an integrative or natural doc. He'll, he'll, he'll put you in touch with somebody. And if you want, you can take them to complement your regular probiotics. course, the basic thing is you need to reduce your EMF exposure and start sw swapping out your cordless equipment. Can't eliminate it completely. Let's, let's be real. 
But uh, if you can wire directly to your computer, your hard drive, you'll, you'll uh, definitely decrease your, your exposure. You know, if you have if you, if you do, if you have a landline, those cordless phones, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to tell you, they are just as bad, if not worse, than your cell phone. So, what are what are some things we can do? So let's let's say there's there's no doubt in my, in my mind that. This EMF exposure is a significant health hazard that needs to be addressed if you're concerned about your health. 5G is a whole new program. It's going to make remediation a lot more difficult because it can penetrate our skins. But if we want to mitigate the damage, remember that distance is your friend. Because the further away you can stay from everything, uh, any source, the better you're going to be. So identify the sources, okay? Cell phones, cordless phones, Wi-Fi routers, these Bluetooth headsets, putting that EMF right next to your brain, Bluetooth-equipped items like the wireless keyboards and mouse and thermostats and baby monitors, smart meters, the microwave oven in your kitchen, all sources of EMF. And please, except in a life-threatening emergency, your children should not be using a cell phone or wireless device of any kind because they're so vulnerable to the radiation. Their skulls are so thin. Skull bones are very much thinner than adult, right? And their immune systems are still developing. And so is their brain still developing. So they should not be around us. You know, there's been research that demonstrates that infants under the age of one do not effectively learn language from videos. And they do not transfer what they learn from an iPad to the real world. So why do we think uh, we have to keep them in front of these devices all the time? Okay, so identify what you have to correct and connect your desktop with a wire. And put your desktop in airplane mode. Don't forget that because your desktop will continually search for a signal. So put it in airplane mode so it doesn't do that. And, you know, ideally you want to avoid the wireless keyboards and portable house phones. You, know, you, you want to go for the wired versions. And if you must use Wi-Fi, and, and, I, and a lot of us do, I do myself, but I do turn it off when not in use. And it is automatic at night because I have it set on a timer. It goes off at night while I'm sleeping. So that's, that's really important. You're going to find you're going to sleep a lot better without having that Wi-Fi. And if you look at your phone, you're going to see you have a lot of other Wi-Fi from your neighbors and all. So you're, you know, it won't be as strong as yours, but uh, there's, you're being bombarded all the time. Hey guys, I know my grandkids use wireless chargers, but uh, they increase electromagnetic fields throughout your own home. And they're not that energy efficient. Okay, so uh, better to plug them in if you're concerned with 
which it should be about life uh, EMF exposure. And there's there's people I could talk about that that, that prove this, but just just uh, think about it. it uh, keeping your cell phone or <clears throat> tablet fully charged at all times will reduce the life of the battery anyway. So it's good to let it go down. One thing that I, I've talked to, I've talked to Dr. Jerry Smith, Dr. Will Wong, and about shutting electricity off to your bedroom. It's pretty hard for most people, I will admit. Unless you're having a house or a condo built and you could have a, a, a circuit breaker dedicated to your bedroom. But that, that would definitely decrease the electric fields while you're sleeping. And of course, the microwave ovens, as Dr. Jerry would say, that they're, they're only good for keeping time. Uh, they do emit a lot of uh, radiation, but please, uh, you know, distance is your friend. If you have a meter, you can measure it and see how far away you have to stand while it's on. Smart meters, I'm not gonna go into, but they, they uh, emit a Wi-Fi signal you can't shut off. Okay, so you want to try and opt out of that if you can. And and young parents, if um, instead of using a, a uh, wireless room monitor, you might want to consider moving the baby into your room or use a hardwired monitor. Check on the bulb because these compact fluorescents uh, emit a lot of uh, EMF. And of course, they emit also a lot of blue light. You'd be killing two birds with one stone. You're going to carry your cell phone. Please put it in the airplane mode. Never keep it in your bedroom. I like putting my cell phone in a Faraday cage. You can just buy some silver fabric on eBay too and make a little bag for it. Put it in there. Use a speakerphone. Or hold the phone at least three feet away from you. There are some uh, health providers that are saying you should use one of these selfie uh, sticks when you're talking on the cell phone. That way you're sure it's not near your head. And if it's really hard to do, but you should really avoid using your cell phone and electronic devices an hour before you go to bed because of the EMF and because of what we just talked about, the blue light. They both inhibit melatonin production. And melatonin is a, is a heck of a hormone. It's an anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory. And it is a, uh, it works better than vitamin C. You know, and you could, and there's, there's almost no upper limit of uh, that you can't take. I think I've read studies where people have taken uh, 100 and 200 milligrams of melatonin and, and been studied with no, no side effects. There's some physiological effects about the calcium uh, and getting into your cells. Just know that if it's really hard for you to do any of this, you're going to get deficient in magnesium. That's going to make the effects of EMF worse. You want to talk to your healthcare provider about supplementing with magnesium. 
Now, just so I, I've read this, and I haven't researched this, so let me be honest about this, but I've read that there are certain spices that can help repair the damage that EMF does. Well, look, there's no doubt you, you don't want the damage in the first place, so you want to try and avoid all this. But And you do want to have a spore biotic in your, in your armamentarium. But they, they, there's some people that are saying that cinnamon, cloves, ginger root, rosemary, and turmeric are exhibiting some protective effect against the damage caused by EMFs. You know, again, what are the benefits and risks? There's, there's no risk, and maybe there might be some benefits. So, let me just get into this before I forget about it. There are some people recommending you take a five-day cell phone EMF challenge. Here's what they say. You might be overwhelmed or lost about where you should start when it comes to reducing your EMF exposure. The reality is that the worst EMF emitting sources are the ones that are closest to your body. Remember I said, distance is your friend. So start with your cell phone. So there's a recommended five day challenge. Here's how it works. During the next five days, put your phone in airplane mode when you carry it on your body. Put your phone on airplane mode at night or keep it outside of your bedroom. So airplane mode if it's in your bedroom, but preferably get it out of your bedroom. Always keep a one foot distance between you and your cell phone when you use it. Use the speaker phones, use earbuds, the ones with low radiation air tubes, if you need to talk on it. So you want to keep a distance or you want to use earbuds that are preferably air tube headsets. So do those things, right? For five days, pay attention how you feel. Are you sleeping better? Are you less tired? Do you have more energy at the end of the day? How about your stress or anxiety levels? Do you feel calmer? Again, the risks versus the benefits. And reason why this challenge is important to me because the EMFs impact your vagus nerve, right? the longest nerve of our body. It originates in your brain and it winds through almost every organ in your body. And the vagus nerve, that's where it keeps our sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system in balance in our vagus nerve. Our sympathetic is our fight or flight. It keeps us in a state of anxiety and wanting to kill saber-toothed tigers. We don't have them in, in Florida anyway. Parasympathetic system is what keeps you calm. Keeps your heart beating at a regular rate. Keeps you breathing calmly. And you know what controls this switch? It seems like EMFs impact this vagus nerve. So if you're having problems with digestion, immunity, you, probably, you might be in the, in the sympathetic state and that parasympathetic state is, is turned off by EMFs.
So another reason why you, you want to be careful with the EMFs, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, there, there are gadgets, but I, you know, they say they reduce EMF. They, they probably do. So maybe some of the Shungite and so forth. But uh, I think they make you forget that you really should be doing the basic things of turning it on, turning your phone into airplane mode or, or putting it in a cage or a pouch and, and limiting how much you use it. And definitely avoid using it next to your ear. Okay, so uh, there, there are benefits to doing that. Lots of benefits. I think it's worth a try. Again, you always uh, weigh the benefits against the risks. It's difficult today in today's world. I mean, every house, every apartment, they all have Wi-Fi. So, but with a good diet, good nutritious diet, and practicing grounding and earthing, like we'll talk about next week. I had the opportunity to talk to Dr. Steven Sinatra about this years ago. And just a wonderful, uh, basic thing we can do. And we'll get to understand our bodies better. And we'll be able to, you know, deal with the stress. And how this these external fields are uh, affecting our bodies and destabilize our autonomic nervous system. You, you don't hear your, your own physicians talk about the autonomic nervous system, but you know, your, your sympathetic and parasympathetic uh, nervous nerves are really important to you being healthy. And remember, you know, your doctor, an AMA doctor, may not be your best source of information since the AMA now you know, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, when used during the first five days of the China virus, are 86% effective in keeping you out of the hospital. But they are banned from use by the AMA. Why would they want to ban a treatment that's effective and, and uh, replace it with a vaccine that's experimental? We have no long-term effect, side effects, we have no idea. You know, the AMA and the pharmaceutical companies really have us drug addicted, huh? Prescription drugs are the third leading cause of death in the United States. There's billions of prescriptions written every year. About 14 for every American. That's versus only two Big Macs per American. More drugs than Big Macs. Isn't that something? And, you know, I did do talk to you about death by modern medicine, death by pharmaceutical drugs. So I'm not going to repeat all of that, but legal drugs are going to kill a lot of people every year. And Something that no one talks about is the environmental impact. All the toxins they can release into the water, all the carbon, and all the vast quantities of these drugs that go through our bodies and get flushed down our toilets and end up in our rivers, our lakes, our groundwater. 
Hey, healthcare facilities alone flush an estimated 250 million pounds of drugs annually. Isn't that something? Nobody's talking about it. And they include antibiotics, anticonvulsants, mood stabilizers, and sex hormones. So our AMA doctors are, uh, and we need them in, in, for emergencies and for trauma. And we definitely, you know, they do have a place, but we have to question everything they do for us. Are they doing it because they're not allowed to tell us the truth? Are they doing this because they're doing research for a pharmaceutical company? We have to find out. The Rockefeller model started in 1910 is really in full force right now. Okay, so I don't want to beat up on, on my profession too much, but we, you know, we have to uh, be the CEO of our own body and we have to take control. Dr. T, thank you for tuning in. I didn't see you there. And thank you to, for other, to our other listener. And this show will be on at 4 o'clock today. I, uh, I, I do appreciate all the uh, feedback we're getting. I did get some help for that. One of our listeners uh, that asked for a holistic practitioner in North Carolina. So we'll be sharing that, medicine, that uh, information with them. So next week, we'll talk about grounding and see how that goes. If you haven't heard of earthing or grounding, you want to tune in, get your friends to tune in. Uh, Podbean.com. Uh, all my shows are there. There's another um, site called Podpage, P-O-D-P-A-G-E, that has all my programs, as does Apple and Google. And, you know, Apple, we really appreciate them. Uh, if, you, if you're on Apple and, want to, and you like, like what you hear, give us a good rating. That helps us to keep the show going. So next week we'll do our thing and grounding, and then we'll have a show with Dr. Wong. And then uh, we're planning a show on frequencies and how we can treat people uh, with the frequency of the supplement. Not, not the supplement itself. It's a new concept that's been around for a, a thousand years, but new to most people. So we're going to get into that. So thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to close up for today, and we'll see you next week. Have a great rest of the day. Rest of the day. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see has a lot more answers for you so tune in next week when the doctor is in the house or when the doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house doctor is in the house let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you 
when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.